0: Hey guys, and again, thank you for choosing for all we know. As always, my name is Michael, and we've got actually everybody on the show today. So round of applause. It's it's great to have everybody back on. Uh, Today, I want to start with a pretty interesting news story that I thought everybody would uh, appreciate. Now, this is how you drive and drink, but not get in trouble. Okay. All right. So, a Florida man was pulled over late one night. Police said he was slurring his words, and they noticed an open bottle of Jim Beam laying in the passenger seat. Now, the way the man decided he was going to get out of this ticket was tell him that he only drank when he was stopped at stop signs and stopped at red lights. So technically, he wasn't driving.
1: (laughs) Smooth. Oh, my gosh.
0: So he said it was... The police said it was a creative defense, but, of course, the man was still uh, arrested for driving intoxicated. A creative defense. Oh, my God! I thought that was pretty good. Now, uh, it being Tuesday, we need to do our tongue twister of the day. Now, Tim, I'm going to send this to you so that you can read it out to us. All right. And the, 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 the and the twister. Twister.
1: twister, and, uh, twister.
2: Make, make tapping noises so the blind people can decipher it in Braille. Oh, wait, they can hear it normally. <laughs> Never mind. <Shit>.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> <nice> right. <drive. laughs>
3: it, well, it, it's like the MLB uniforms. That's, I mean, uh, the, yeah, yeah. that's it's, what I
1: was thinking of. Good yeah. effort at disability. Oh, Mike.
0: my goodness. <laughs> All right, Tim. Here's your tongue twister of the day.
4: All right. If Stu choose shoes, should Stu choose the shoes he choose? What? If Stu choose shoes, should Stu choose the shoes he choose? What, if Stu dude? choose shoes, should Stu choose the shoes he choose? If Stu choose shoes, should Stu choose the shoes he choose?
2: That was a beautiful question. Yeah. It was. Technically it was. Technically, yeah.
4: Yeah, JV
0: laughing in
3: the I'm background too too. is the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. It's just
0: his little giggle.
2: Little giggle, yes. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, so, man. Uh, as y'all know, the new iPhone comes out tomorrow. Of course, like I've said before, we record a little bit early. Now, who is going to get the new one? I definitely am. I'm going to go with the iPhone 10s Max. What about you, Blake? Um,
2: I'm going to go with the XS Max eventually.
0: Pretty um, eventually at some point? Yeah,
2: pretty eventually at some point, probably tomorrow, maybe yesterday, but there it probably, is. probably, yeah, probably in like a month or two when I don't have so much that I owe on my other phone.
0: <laughs> oh, right, yeah, because you know. I got you that phone pretty recently.
2: Yeah, like in February, I believe. Actually, yeah, it was in February.
0: Yeah, you did a the whole switch with your switch and hole, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, Tim, you have the 10. Are you going to upgrade or are you just going to stick with what you have?
4: Nah, no, that's a hard pass for me. I'm going to I'm going to just stick with what I have. Yep. My phone's working fine. <laughs> I'm that guy. Is uh anybody go for the Apple Watch? Cuz I think the Apple Watch
0: is going to be really cool now. I don't think I'll ever use the EKG that's built into it, but it's got a really nice face on it. It's a little bit bigger. If you need to use it,
2: it's there, you know.
1: True. And yeah. I have that fall detection stuff, too, which is pretty
2: sweet. Great for old right. people.
1: Right.
2: You know,
0: yeah. It's the new one. Oh, no shit,
2: it. though, yeah.
1: You should get one for
0: Tim. Why? Like, because he's causing havoc? No, because he's old. Oh, oh <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I, love that,
2: I love how that wasn't a Brandon joke, it was a Tim joke. <laughs> yeah, I know, because Brandon's older.
1: <laughs> And he's just roasting Tim. Right, <laughs> just like, it's
2: about goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a new twister up in these parks. His name's
0: Cyclone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so with football season in full swing, I know for a fact that I'm doing pretty bad in my fantasy league. What about y'all? I mean, well,
3: let me just give you a little insight. So as of right now, I have the Browns defense. Perfect, oh, and oh, oh. I have uh, Landry as one of my top receivers, who also plays for Browns. So, well, how do you think I'm doing? <laughs> Let's rephrase that. <laughs> hey, look,
0: they won a game, their first actual game. So you got to give it to them. It's been they that have not, They have
3: not, No, they have not won a game. They tied a game, which is basically a win for them, and they're trying to as us a win. But well, they won they...
0: preseason. Oh, I know it doesn't count, <laughs> but they, it was still a game. Yeah, they hadn't right. started a season like that in a lot of years.
2: See, well, so, my question—sorry, it's for you actually, or actually for anyone that can answer—how oh, how did they let them tie? I thought they like had to go until someone won. Well, so what happens is they go to OT, and then
3: everybody has a chance to score. But when nobody scores, then OT just ends into a tie. But it's a oh, preseason
0: I, game. Oh, this no, was no, this is a right.
3: Re- this this was no no
2: regular season game. Game one, they tied.
1: I guess it's just because no one –
2: I guess it's just it never really happens that often. So that's why. It It
3: happened last week.
2: Oh, I know. The Packers tied. I I know, but I'm saying – wait, so it happened twice already this year? Yes, the Vikings are the Uh, Packers uh, tied. So we've got uh, two ties in the first two weeks.
0: I I wonder what the statistics are on that.
2: I was going to say, that's still very strange though, right? Because I I legitimately didn't even – I mean, I knew we could tie, but I didn't know it was as simple as just like nobody scoring in overtime. That's it. Huh. So if you score
3: if you score a touchdown in OT, then you automatically win. But if you kick a field goal, the other team right. gets another chance. Right. And if they kick a field goal, then you tie. Then it's just, it just starts over you know, again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when time runs out, time runs out. But like right. they released like six different kickers after last Monday and Sunday because there were so many different teams that lost games because of kickers. It was like the like worst
0: day for kickers.
2: Yeah. Well, that's I'm like my Aggie's lost to the Clemson they were so the close he, so close well the uh the kicker lost us well, I say lost us. one of his kicks was blocked, so that's not really his fault, yeah, but the first one good. he missed from like the thirty nine yard line, and that was literally the three points we needed to win the game <laughs> so and the second he missed it, I said, I swear to God if that's the reason we lose, I'm not going to commit suicide, but I'm gonna talk about it, <laughs> no,
1: talk about
3: it. <laughs> hey, you not know what though. Told- no. A and M is gonna be a great team now. I mean they got that boy Jimbo in there. Oh, and they, they play as well as it against Clemson. Like they're gonna be a fantastic team in the next few years.
0: And I really oh, hope yeah. that they continue. Yeah. Like Blake, I really love watching AM football. And oh, yeah. it's it's nice that they're actually doing something. You know, they had a couple of really good players, but they weren't really doing anything the last couple of years. Right. Well, and they're
2: they're actually ranked now, surprisingly. It took us I mean, we're, I think we're 22, which is weird that we just beat University of Louisiana Monroe, some, like, not unknown team, but, you know, not a main contender, and then they put us in the top 25. But either way, I think the only reason they did that is so that the ratings would be higher when we play Bama this weekend. But, you know, I digress. Um, yeah, no, next year, I mean, they'll, they're pretty good this year, but I feel like next year and the year after that, they'll be a lot better once Jimbo's been there a while. Once he has – well, and once he's had a chance to, like, properly recruit and build with kids that have been there longer than just, like, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever.
3: Well, I mean, did you hear, like, Fortune magazine – like, Texas A&M is, like, the number one, like, most uh, prestigious or profitable school or whatever? Yeah,
2: yeah because, and, like – and Yeah, the, it was, like, they, they're – I think the profit or the – uh their revenue was 100 like 48 million or something and then their profit was like 106 million of that wow yeah you're talking like what is that like a 65% profit margin that's ridiculous pretty when you're talking crazy. that much money yeah
0: well I'm they're sure. a whole city so there's oh, college station oh, yeah. and then there's a&m's campus
2: oh yeah the campus is bigger than the campus itself if you count Like, the buildings that, like, if you count the furthest building to the furthest building in diameter or radius or whatever you want to call it, um, it's bigger than a lot of towns, actually, so.
0: Oh, yeah, just the golf course is bigger than the town that we graduated from. Yeah,
3: that's,
2: yeah, no shit on that, yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, as long as they don't end up going the way the Browns where I mean, they have, did you hear, like, Bud Light has put, like, coolers all around town and locked them up? And the first time that they win, they're going to unlock them and give the whole town, like, free beer.
0: Yeah, that's that pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. And they're not, like, cans either. They're, like, the bottles,
2: the twist-top well, bottles. And I feel like the Browns have gotten to the point where they've just been so bad for so long that everybody wants them to win just to be, like, hey, they did something. You know what I mean? Like, like nobody, nobody supports them. I mean, the Cleveland people, for some reason, still do. But uh, – which it sucks because they get every single fucking first round draft pick ever, but they From can't like ever last do anything. Ten years.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, right. <laughs> let's see. They,
2: they got Johnny Manziel, which of course he had his little whatever thing, so he's kind of rebuilding now in the Canadian league. Cool. They have they have a uh, who's the OU guy Baker Mayfield. Yeah. They got another Aggie freaking uh, what was his name Miles Garrett. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I was actually I was actually really proud of him because his very first play in the NFL he got a sack. So his very first play in professional play, he got a sack. So uh that was pretty cool. But, but yeah, I he mean it's
0: considered a bag.
2: Yeah, yeah, when <laughs> you're that much of a man. He's
0: getting all that money.
2: Yeah, yeah right, yeah. On my fantasy league though, I'm one and one, but I lost by I think 75 points last week, so yeah. <laughs> it it was yeah, it wasn't even like I had a chance of coming back.
0: You know, Blake, I think we talked about this. I think we ended up losing the exact amount of points.
2: Yeah, yeah, you and I were basically like we played the same game, honestly. Yeah. Cuz I I honestly don't think I even broke. I mean, I'm My league is on NFL fantasy. I don't know what y'all play on, but I didn't break. I think I got, I don't even think I broke 80 points last week, which is bad because everyone is usually averages about 100 points or 115. But anyway, yeah. So
0: so looking back at week two, I lost 158 to 82. Oh, Uh, yeah. It was incredibly rough. The person I was playing against, they're, quarterback got them 38 points yeah 38 points
2: yeah i had let me see if i can find where it's at here
4: tim are you doing any fantasy drafts no i i'm not and i'm kind of i'm thankful like not doing one this year because i'm a a homer i'm a texans fan i'm an astros fan like i grew up in houston so like I'm all I'm all about my Houston sports, and I was really looking forward to Deshaun Watson this year because he's he's going to be healthy. He did awesome last year in in the games that we had him before he got hurt. But oh <laughs> my lord, was that Titans game painful to watch? Especially that, if that one, one was.
1: That the so freaking yeah.
4: last, 20, like, 16 seconds of the game. Like, oh, I, that, there's very few times that I get, like, upset at a game to where it ruins my day. That, watching that play, the very last play of the game, it's 16 seconds. You, like, as a quarterback, like, he, he knows, he knows how to do a two-minute drill. he. Like, he was right. a Clemson. They freaking were amazing yeah, when yeah. he was a quarterback. Like, he knows how to play. He's not a dumb guy. Like, he has some football smarts. But, oh, my God. Like, watching him run around for 16 seconds when we're down by, a t- uh, by three points was one of the most infuriating things that I have ever experienced in my entire life. Like, yep. if, if there if there was a baby next to me... I'd want to punch it. That's how frustrated I was. <laughs>
2: <God>. Like <laughs>
3: Hey, so Twister, let me let me go back to that. So is that worse or is Bill O'Brien saying it's not my job to call the timeout worse? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, Don't start.
4: So, Don't so start.
1: Bill that. O'Brien
4: saying it's not my job. Uh <clears throat> that is just like ineptitude. Yeah. Like this fucking job uh, is it, Bill? You know? <laughs> yeah, you're the you're the freaking head coach, it is Yeah. Yet, like you're not you're not playing a game, so you can't manage the clock in the sense of plays, like of the players actually taking the plays. But calling a timeout when you like it's a questionable call, like if Gronk makes made that catch. Like it, oh my god. That that was frustrating. And then hearing him say it's not my job, uh I just I couldn't help but laugh. Uh yeah. and then watching Deshaun just like waste sixteen seconds like it, in that in that position, like if you're in that situation, you do your checkdowns, nobody's open, you run outside of the pocket and you throw away you burn maybe five seconds so there's still plenty of time on the clock there's second down, so like you go for another shot <laughs> like you don't you don't burn your full sixteen seconds. Uh, to throw a ball that's 20 yards short of the end zone. Uh, it's just just frustrating.
3: So what happened to me, man, last week with fantasy is I'm winning my fantasy game, and I'm watching my Cowboys play, and we're beating the crap out of the Giants, and it's amazing. But with a minute and a half left in the game, they're like, oh, we're going to win. So I just allow them to score a touchdown. <laughs> Except the only problem is the guy that I'm playing has Eli Manning and oh. Ingram on the same team. Oh, So... I'm up by, like, 13 points, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to win this. Fantastic. I'm like, okay, so the only good play they have the entire game is when they allow them to score the touchdown, and then I just immediately lose by, like, 30 points. And I'm like, this is such bullshit.
2: Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that's what I thought. The Week one, I was playing the guy who was projected to be, like, our number one undefeated person or whatever in the league, and I had one player that was playing on Monday night, And I needed, no shit, like three and a half points to beat the guy I was playing, right? And he texted me, and he goes, yeah, so if that guy could just die, that'd be really cool. And I was like, yeah, no, if he doesn't score at least three and a half points, I'll be a little upset. Well, I think I was actually on uh, Twitch or something with Michael that night, so I was talking him through this whole thing about how – it was the fourth quarter with five fucking minutes left and homeboy only had 2.7 points so <laughs> i was about to lose this game by three quarters of a point i mean he ended up getting like seven or nine or something i think he got a touchdown or something but it i mean i won it but then i lost so miserably by the last one like i think i think like their the last week they averaged i think they had f- at least four players that had 30 points like it was ridiculous but
0: well so to bring up what tim was talking about deshaun watson did you see the guy that came out on what was it what social media <laughs> okay
4: i'm pretty sure it was facebook so this the the superintendent for uh, Onalaska, he
1: uh on alaska i said oakhurst no on alaska
4: it uh, is on yeah, Alaska. Oh, no. so, curse on Alaska. It's, they're, like, right there, right next to each other. Uh, but he, he said, uh, like, you can't trust a black quarterback. Oh. Oh, my god! <laughs>
0: oh, and it's it's gotten national news from a incredibly small town not far from where we live. Some country man... Oh my gosh. went out of his way to put, some, put up something racist on Facebook over a football game. <laughs> well, uh, a it's... football <laughs> game. Well, that's, that was like People
3: on Facebook, they like they don't even realize yeah. that everyone could see this.
0: Yeah, they don't realize everyone. they can not even everyone.
2: share that. Yeah.
0: Somebody can take a screenshot of it, and you take it out and two minutes after you posted it, you still posted it.
2: Oh, right, right. Well, think exactly. about this. Think about this. Freaking, um, who is that Paula Dean? She got all of her shit lost because she said the N-word like 45 years ago. She grew up in the South. I'm sorry. You know, I'm not for racism, but, like, it flies a lot down here. And I'm not saying I say it, but, I mean, you know, we don't live in the most accepting of areas of the country. I'll just say that. But, you know, she got in trouble for that because someone just mentioned she said it. Think about when we're her age – and just people will be able to take anything we've ever posted out of context. Oh yeah, you know, and then just like warp it, you know. So it's
0: not well, to make a shout sound racist.
2: I'm just saying, you know, and I'm not defending Paula Dean, but you know what I mean. It's it's one of those where they're essentially, you know, she got her life ruined because of everyday slang back then. I guess I don't know.
4: Yeah, you know what? What shit? What needs to be done is is her vocabulary needs more butter. More. Uh.
0: <laughs> well, to bring up a point, whatever we say on this at oh, any level yeah. could be used later on. And it could be something at a change of the time where something's not acceptable or something that we kind of set offhand could be misconstrued or whatever. It's 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 using social media, using a platform to talk or to put out any sort of content gives you the risk of later on down the line something coming back up even if it's something that we posted when we were in a high school or whatever if somebody found our podcast and we blew up right right and they went back and they're like i can't believe you're watching this guy can you can you see what he's like what he saw what he said type of thing and we don't we have no idea I look at my Facebook memories every once in a while. I don't even have the app downloaded on my phone anymore. And some of the posts that I put up in high school of just me being like, oh, I'm so sad, or I can't believe that this election – I was like 13. I have really no idea what the election was at that point. So right. <laughs> it, it could be, oh, well, he's Republican. Look, this is what he's <laughs> for. Oh, he's right. Democrat. That's what he's for. Right, right. And think things change. People change the way that their ideas form. They they change over time, so it, it's it's odd seeing people who know now what it, what it can do still post racist stuff like that. Oh yeah, and it's blatantly racist. It's not yeah under the rug in the shadow. It's not like God, highbrow humor or anything. It's it, just... not even humor. It wasn't even a joke. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even like, a joke. He was wasn't a even statement. trying to be yeah, funny. A, he just made a yeah. statement that. Because of his ethnicity, and only his ethnicity, he should not perform at a high level. I, I don't get that. <laughs> like, who are you to to decide what he can and can't do because of his ethnicity? That makes zero and, sense. And like, you,
2: and like you said, this was all because of a football game that, let's be honest, doesn't really affect any of us in any way, shape, or form in real life. Zero. And, like... It, well, that's like the people who break their TVs because their team loses. Right. They're not going to pay for you to get a new TV, dumbass. You know they're <laughs> you know they're probably laughing at the video of you freaking out over them losing. Like like when Cam Newton lost, and that guy like broke half of his house. You know. Oh yeah. Th- that's what you gave for putting your faith in Cam Newton for one, but also. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's. Nothing against you, Cam, if you're listening. I didn't mean that. I
1: just wanted <laughs> well, to. That. Like <laughs> no offense.
2: I'll, tell, I'll tell you boys one thing. If anybody ever comes back and listens to all
3: this stuff, you know, I will always stand behind my statements about the, the pornography and the masturbation that we had last episode. Right. I'm, I'm, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Stand behind my what, words. Yeah. That's, what, that can this, also be construed as a joke. But what we're talking about now is the complete opposite spectrum. That what What this dude said was not a joke. What we said last episode was a joke. All right, guys. We are going to move on to the next part of our show, which is going to be our game for the day. Now, the name of this game is Who is Worth More? Now, these are out of the top 100 companies of the world, and I'm going to see if you know versus each other who's worth more. All right? Let's do it. Okay. First round, first question goes to Blake. We've got Wells Fargo versus Bank of America.
2: Uh, Wells Fargo recently fucked up, so they're probably not worth as much. I don't know; they've been around longer. I guess Wells Fargo.
0: The answer is Bank of America. They're worth three hundred and thirty thirty one or thirteen point five billion dollars. God. Yeah, it's wow. a ton. Like these are companies around the world. This isn't just. America. But this is all broken down in dollars in um, American currency. Uh, So Mm, Dollars? So Blake didn't get the first one right. On to Brandon. Walmart versus Home Depot. Oh, Walmart. Absolutely. With $246.2 billion. Absolutely an enormous amount. Now, Tim, MasterCard versus Visa. Two incredibly Um, large credit card companies.
4: I... I feel like Visa is more internationally used, and so I'm going to go with Visa.
0: That's absolutely correct with $295.1 billion. <laughs> Lord. Right? Okay, <laughs> JB, to finish out the first round, I've got Verizon versus AT&T. <laughs> um, AT&T. You know what's crazy? It's actually Verizon. That's <laughs> depressing. <laughs> with 200 and. Two hundred point nine billion dollars. Okay, second round. First question goes to Blake. General Electric versus Union Pacific.
2: Oh God! See, those both have been around for forever too.
0: And they get weirder the further we go because it was only the top one hundred. So I was trying to match these the best that I could.
2: Yeah, no, that's well because Union Pacific. I mean, it's a railroad, but they're in like everything, and then oh, GE yeah. is in everything. Yep.
0: So uh, you've got the people that deliver I, or the people that make it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I wanna, I wanna say GE. Uh, fuck. Uh, is
0: GE your final answer?
2: Yeah, we'll say G.
0: That is correct with one hundred twenty-six point eight billion dollars.
2: There's so, so much money in the world. There's so much so money. So just, just,
4: just a quick uh, interjection here about the Union Pacific and railroads. Uh, <clears throat> I once met a guy who works on railroads. Okay. And uh, he he's in charge of, uh, like, maintaining the lines, making sure okay. that the railroads are still running, functioning, that everything's working. He said that uh, he came up on, uh, like, uh, this, these two guys, they were hitting all these uh, the lights, railroad lights, because if you smash the back out, you can pull the cords, the power cords out, and get a good six foot uh, chunk of copper wire. Holy but you shit! But you have to you have to wear like proper insulated gloves, uh, and they, these guys had hit up like over fifty uh, different lights. Uh, which, of course, costs the railroad companies like just a butt ton of money yeah. repairing everything uh but evidently uh he the same crew, the guy used the same pair of gloves and had a tear in it, and so when he the way they caught the guy was because he had to go to the hospital, he reached up to grab one of the wires and had like a hundred thousand bolts like just pumped straight through his arm, and oh his arm God. his arm popped yeah. off at the shoulder. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: yes. How the the hell is that went,
4: possible, gosh, dude? I, <laughs> electricity, man, it's crazy stuff. You don't want to mess with it. Oh my but god! But it, it it popped off on his shoulder, and they actually—that's how the cops caught him—was because they had to go to the hospital because the dude was bleeding to death because he his arm was gone. God, and then he came.
0: It, he's alive,
4: or? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He, he's they. I mean, the dude's still alive. He just. Is short one arm now? Oh my! God. Uh, he can't but, clap anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: dude, there's there was another case that the dude was telling me um, that is the main junction center. Uh, some guy, some kid broke in there trying to steal some wiring. When they showed up to the call, all that there was was just a pile of ash. <clears throat> Evidently, like he had grabbed and. The electricity that's flowing through this—it's direct current. It's not alternating current. So the second you touch it, you're locked on, and you're you're there for the, you're riding that lightning until your body's gone. And they said there was just a pothole where his feet were, and just uh, just a pow- pile of ash from his body.
1: Wow, it's
4: crazy yeah. stuff. Man, that story's
1: shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: Remember, it's not the volts the that kills you; it's the amps. <laughs> Not that anyone cares. That wasn't a joke. That was real, but I just wanted yeah, to be no, honest with honestly, They're one
0: of my favorite bands. Oh, gosh. A- AC/DC. No? Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> I mean,
3: i get a to charge every time I listen to them. Oh. Sorry
4: for, for uh, derailing the game for a second there. but derailing. Uh, uh, the stories yeah, are fascinating to me. So. <laughs> Dude,
1: this podcast is so electric. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: All right, Brandon, it, this one's going out to you. Oh, sorry, IBM. Yeah, right? <laughs> IBM
3: versus 3M. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Man, I, you know, I'm going to go with IBM because I still see the commercials and I haven't heard from 3M in quite a long what time.
0: You? <laughs> Coming up to two. Brandon, you're correct with $132.2 hey. billion. Now, Twister. I've got two soda companies for you. Coca-Cola versus Pepsi.
4: Oh, well, Pepsi's for peasants, so I'm going to go for Pepsi for that. <laughs> There it is. That's the right <laughs> answer. With
0: $179.3 billion just for making soda pop. Oh,
4: my gosh. You know, so,
2: there's a rumor about how you know the leaves they have have cocaine in them, and like they don't put the cocaine in the Coke obviously anymore, but they still have to extract the cocaine from the leaves, so everyone's like, Where'd all the cocaine go? You know,
0: (laughs) people are selling it.
2: Yeah, I am.
4: So speaking of, uh, speaking of Coca-Cola, you know where Fanta came from?
2: No, but I, I I do want to know.
4: Fanta was actually developed during World War II, uh, in Nazi Germany. Uh, like Coca-Cola stopped selling Coke in Germany because of all the backlash from like, selling to the Nazi regime. Uh, And so they, in-house in in Germany, they developed Fanta, uh, and then, of course, like, after World War II was over, like, they, like, brought it into the Coca-Cola family. But so they just were a... like,
0: no, 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 no Nazis. And then they were like, hey, can we make some money on the side when this is over? Yeah, right. yeah pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> yeah. America. They're like, we're all about to... that money. Oh, oh yeah. They can care less about the people.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the freaking Disney Corporation.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. God. Apparently they're raising the minimum wage there, though, up to like $15, I believe.
2: Yeah, they they definitely need to. Those people get put through hell for what they do.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. I couldn't imagine wearing a costume like that all day for mascots and people who stand out in Liberty Tax uniforms. Oh,
2: God, yes, with a sign. Statue of
0: Liberty. Yes. Have you seen the ones that are dressed as the Statue of Liberty yeah. in Texas? Like, how do those people not die in their own sweat? Oh, right. Just, I I don't get it. Well, back to the game. Uh, Last question. Second round goes to JB. Microsoft versus Intel. Oh, crap. Okay.
1: Man, I hate Microsoft so much. I'm going to say Intel.
0: That's incorrect. With the largest on the board today, (laughs) 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 $750.6 billion is Microsoft. Yeah. Good Lord. Oh, yeah.
2: They did say that Bill Gates makes so much money that if he dropped a $100 bill, he would actually lose money by stopping and picking it up. Yep. Like his he would, yeah, His time is more valuable than $100 a second. Yeah, he, could,
4: he could drop all those $100 bills in front of me. I would not care. I would pick them up for him. Yeah, he could just
0: pay me to pick up his cash that he loses. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> all right, Blake,
0: to stay in this, you got to answer the third round first question correctly. Johnson & Johnson versus Nestle.
3: Oh.
2: Huh. Baby babies are candy. Yeah, I feel like Johnson & Johnson because it's got a broader spectrum of products.
0: Is that your final answer? Yeah. That is correct. Johnson & Johnson with $341.3 billion. So I'm saying these numbers like they're crazy right. because my brain can't fathom that number. It's a number for someone, a company like this, but in my lifetime, I'll never see anywhere close to a billion dollars. Right. Unless like we... something crazy happens to me where I become a millionaire and actually use the money correctly for investments. But I I won't see that. That, that number – I know is real, but right. I can't actually wrap my brain around the quantity. Yeah,
2: yeah it, it's that's a good point. It's, it's kind of like theorizing if you win the lottery. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to invest or whatever. And it's like – it's easy to say that, but in reality, you have no idea of just the concept of having that much money at one time. You know what I mean? Because if you had – Let's say even if you had, like, $100 million or whatever. Oh, yeah, just $100 million. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean, like, Michael, what I'm you know, how it's, like, it's easy. I'm not saying you saying investing is stupid. I'm just saying, like, I have always thought it was fun to theorize with people, like, at work if we're bored. Be like, hey, if you win a lottery, what would you do? And then you just have to be like, you know, we can theorize all we want because, of course, we're like, oh, we'll put half of it in the bank. I mean, yeah. I would hope so. I hope you wouldn't spend $50 million immediately. But, yeah, it's just it's just so much money to try and even – like we can't even properly process what we would do with it because we have no idea what it's like to just be like, oh, yeah, money – or like, like to go from worrying about what stuff costs to nothing actually has a price because you can afford everything. You know what I mean?
0: That's like rappers, they'll get – Stacks of money and they just yeah. hold it. And I'm like, yeah. what is that? What is that like? What is yeah. it like to hold like eight grand in your hands?
2: Yeah. And if and they drop they it and leave it, 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 they're like, whatever. Yeah.
0: In their videos, they're literally just throwing it. Yeah. And I know they pick it up, but right. it's like, <laughs> right. who, what gives you the right to just yeah. throw cash? Well,
2: and what's funny to me is usually the ones doing that are the ones that have like one hit song oh. and you never fucking see them again ever yeah. after that yeah. one. Like yep. Soldier Boy,
0: like yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw an article today, and it was like, "Is Soldier Boy uh, not as respected in the rap community?" Question mark. And I was like, "I haven't heard anything from him in years." Yeah, yeah. since I was in like junior high, honestly. Who's respecting someone not putting out content, right? Like right. your job is solely to put out content.
2: Yeah, and you, it you did it one time. 'Cause it well, worked one time. Yeah.
0: Right. Well one time. Yeah. And yeah you're right. comfortable with that the rest of your life. Doesn't make well, any sense.
2: You're right. And see, I was actually wondering that about Fetty Wap, because I heard one of his songs the other day and I was like, man, he had like that one song and then he actually came out with another one that was actually pretty good, and then after that I just haven't heard anything else from him.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm right there with you.
2: Cause... Actually, wait, I guess he was on that one cheat code song. Yeah. No, he was. I don't He's know
0: actually that's what, I tell do what you're so, talking about. But yeah. Like the yeah, song you're uh, to. I don't know if I've heard that before.
2: It's the I think it's just called Feels Great. I think.
4: Ooh,
0: Kinky. Yeah, hey, I think oh, I know what you're I, talking
2: about.
4: Uh, yeah. Sorry, uh, yeah, tangent like, again. Like you make me feel really old because I was in college <laughs> when Soldier Boy hit like his his <sighs> Superman song came out. You said you oh, were in God. middle school when that happened.
2: Yeah, I think I was at least <laughs> Eighth grade probably. Same yeah.
4: Lord. Actually, I th- think it was before
0: that, Blake.
2: It might have been, yeah.
0: I was it was definitely sixth grade for me.
2: Oh, then I was definitely in seventh grade
0: then. Yeah.
4: Nope. Oh, I was, sister, 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 I was in college. So, shut up, Brandon, you're older than me. So y'all want
0: to <laughs> hear something incredibly embarrassing speaking of this song? Yes. You nice. know the dance, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So sixth grade, my mom took us. To a subway and she usually would just let me get a sandwich but I was like hey ma can I get some chips and a drink and she goes yeah sure honey and I literally cranked that soldier boy in front of the cashier oh, <laughs>
1: oh my oh, gosh
0: it's one Ugh. of those things that's going to haunt me the rest of my life and <laughs> we'll make I make sure it you. a lot I think about it all the time because it makes me incredibly uncomfortable.
2: But do you feel like that same reaction is going to be had by the, all the kids doing those Fortnite dances in like ten years? I hope
0: so. Well, you know? I don't. I don't know because that's so well known.
2: Right, right. So, like, but well, I mean, the so Boy.
3: For the people that don't know what that is, we're going to have it up on Twitter. Mike recreating that
2: um, later <laughs> <laughs> this evening. us
0: yes. Skip that one. Uh. And
4: Mike, I'll take you know, to Subway. I'll buy you chips and a drink if you want. Hey, treat me to a
0: nice dinner, honey. Yeah. Oh, did y'all oh hear shit, what we're, happened to uh, Did y'all hear what
1: happened to the guy who did uh, made the Cupid Shuffle?
4: No.
1: Uh, so apparently, went on The Voice. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I made the Cupid Shuffle," and everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> and so he auditioned his own song, and he did a yes. dance on stage. And Gosh. no one turned around. Oh, <laughs> oh God! God. He's, he's like a pretty decent singer, but and when they turned around, everyone was like, "Yeah, why would you pick that song?" It's like it's my song. And they're like, "Oh," <laughs> and then he's just, like, oh. <laughs> "Oh yeah." <laughs> so
0: depressing. Like, why do of you think that... that somebody would grab him off that? They're right, like, of "Oh, you bitch! Oh, it's
2: like,
1: why?" Yeah,
0: I don't.
2: But on that same note, though, okay, I I really like Cassidy Pope the artist or whatever but i thought it was kind of a little unfair that she was on the voice considering she was already in a successful band before going on the show she was on what is it called hello monday yeah yeah
0: that's
2: right yeah which wasn't like a super well known genres. yeah no she went from like alt pop to like country so i can i give her credit for that
0: i mean she's doing pretty well right now in the country and not nice. to
2: say that it's, like, easy to win the voice, but I feel like it definitely helped. That she, I mean, well, she didn't really get, like, coattailed into it, but she – she whatever. I'm, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. We'll just we'll keep going. We're playing the game still, aren't we?
0: Yeah, she, we are. So, <laughs> <laughs> second, second question, third round, goes to Brandon. So we've got Boeing versus Toyota.
3: Ooh. I want to go with Boeing because, you know, the price of everything they have. The Toyota is so wide known, so I have to go Toyota.
0: That's absolutely correct. With two hundred point seven billion dollars, Toyota actually wins this one. Hey, so nice.
4: what? What does the plane sound like when it hits the ground? What <laughs> Boeing? <laughs> okay, that was a
0: lot less dark than I thought it was. Yeah,
4: I was. I was expecting. That. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: I was. I, I could tell that to children.
1: Like, hey, what is the plate sound when it hits the ground? What? Like, no one would know because no one survived. Like, I
2: thought it was going to be like <laughs> that Anti-joke Tyrone Twitter.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, Twister. To go on, Walt Disney versus Netflix. Oh, Disney? Absolutely correct, with $152.1 billion. Yeah. I'm surprised
2: they're not worth more, honestly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I and- thought that was pretty crazy.
2: <laughs> Not worth more than $150 billion. You know? yeah. yeah, like <laughs> that's something.
0: Now, Davey, you are out, but I'll give you your last question of the third round. Comcast versus Adobe. Oh,
1: Comcast is a thing still?
0: Good. Well, have to um, to, of course. They run Houston. What are you talking about?
1: Uh, yeah. these, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. h okay.
0: hold it down. <laughs> to the ground. For all my boys out there. Um I'm gonna have to, what was the other one? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, For, Lord, uh Adobe. Comcast versus Adobe.
3: <sighs>
0: Don't forget you lost with Adobe with we had uh, Instagram. So as Comcast. That's absolutely correct with hundred and forty six point eight billion dollars. Now going into the That's final all round from
4: Houston. That's I all know. from Houston. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going into the final round we have t- 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 Twister versus Brandon. to Brandon. Wait, but Exxon, I
2: got right, too. But they had three right. Yeah, but then why even let me compete in the third question?
4: Because you were first, so you had to answer correctly to stay in. Because Brandon oh, sure. and I both could have missed our question. Oh, uh, okay. It we'll we'll would have game. kept you in.
0: All right, final round. First question goes to Brandon. Exxon versus Chevron.
3: Oh, uh, I'm going to go Exxon all the way there.
0: That's absolutely correct, with $344.1 billion. Oh, that was a that was a good one. All right, Twister, you yeah. get this right, we go to tiebreaker. If you get this wrong, Brandon wins again. No pressure.
4: UPS versus BP. Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna. is BP's oil. I'm gonna go with BP.
0: That's absolutely correct. With 152.6 billion dollars now. We have a tiebreaker, so I'm going to say the question, and you have to yell your name out in order to answer, okay? All right. J.P. Morgan versus Morgan Stanley. Brandon. Brandon. (laughs) J.P. Morgan. That's absolutely correct. Brandon with another... win. Absolutely a madman. <laughs> All I do, is, man. I'll <laughs> I do is, man. There it is. <laughs> All right, guys. So now that Brandon has won his, what is that now? Three? Three, buddy. Yeah. That's crazy. Three of our, this is our seventh podcast. That's that's pretty great. Look at you. All I do is, what win. You do is win. Yeah, absolutely.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Except when you lose.
0: True, but. That's not the case today, Twister. He, he whooped you. He, did. he whooped you. Okay. Wait, so I got two right, so I'm still in, right? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to me. I, I really like to keep these podcasts as positive as possible. We're going to talk about our women in history. Now, today is Audrey Hepburn. Now, she is known as an actress from, you know, the, the early 1900s. She was Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yep. Uh, she was in War and Peace. Uh, so when she came off of Broadway, went right into movies. And after her long run in movies, she began to partner with UNICEF, and she traveled to Africa, Asia, Central, and South America to raise awareness about children in need. She made 50 of those trips and was awarded the Special Academy Award for Humanitarian Work. Uh, sadly, she passed away in 1993, but there has been a memorial fund established at UNICEF, which is still part of UNICEF today. So somebody who's really gone out, just like we talked about Angelina Jolie last time, went out and absolutely made a difference after her career in Hollywood. So a big shout out to her. I really appreciate all the work that she's done. Now, I want to bring up a topic uh, that I find pretty funny. We all work, uh, most of us, work in the same building for the same company. And we have one celebrity, which I will completely leave unnamed. <laughs> this person comes into the place we work and comes in with, questions and things like that but he tries to stay under the radar so he came in the other day and i could see him coming in the door so i just darted to talk to him and he was like oh yeah i just need this that and the other and i was like okay cool let's see what we can get done for you and took a look at his 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 stuff and as we're talking about his needs he was like oh yeah i had somebody do this for me and he was able to do this that, and the other, not to get too specific, but a- after he realized that I had helped him previously, he meets so many people, he kind of let his guard down. So I thought it was really funny that they just want to be left alone. They're just like everybody else, but we put them up on this pedestal, and, and he's one of my my favorite people <laughs> of all time. Now, do y'all have any celebrity meetings that you just that were just like out of this world, or one that is? Really, really important
4: to you. Just to piggyback off of you, Mike, um, I actually helped his wife the other day, and she told me a story that when they were at church, somebody came up to him. Not like after church or before church, like when you're in the atrium or walking to or from your vehicle, uh, whatnot, like when it's an appropriate time to walk up to somebody. Uh, This was mid-worship she turned over and and saw this person and was like, "Holy cow, that's a famous famous guy!" And uh, so she went and took a picture of him. Oh gosh, like that's awkward mid worship, like totally inappropriate. <laughs> like that's just yeah, that's not something that you do. <laughs> not I at just, all. I do not understand
2: people that don't get that that's not okay. Right, You know, like, like there's a certain time where you're just like, okay, yeah, I want to like go for it and get this picture. But it's also like, bro, this is obviously not the time or place to be doing that. Like, come
0: on. (laughs) So the best rule of thumb for that is if they're with their family or if they're eating, leave them alone. Right, right. They're just normal people out doing normal things and they want to be left alone because when they're not with their family or eating, they're being constantly berated with "Let me shake your hand," "Let me take a picture with you," "Tell me about your life," "Get me free tickets," whatever. That's also why
3: he's never going to come back into our store because we have a certain person that we work with yeah. that you know made it a point to harass them on the way out the, out the way at the door.
0: And I begged picture. this person not to bother the celebrity that came in. Begged this person, and they still went for it. And now it's it's weird. The the celebrity left super happy. I don't want to name drop because. Where we work, everything is very proprietary.
4: Yeah.
0: So if it if it sounds kind of redundant, we're like celebrity in person, and blah, blah, blah. we can't get too specific. Now, <laughs> if you've met somebody else that was out and about, like you can absolutely say who it is, but we're we're just we're trying to well, be confidential with this.
3: So another scenario where we work, and I find it hilarious, is that uh this gentleman came in and he was a football player. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, this man Twister is talking to him and asking him stuff and he's asking him, you know, hey, uh, we're also in a in a, in a college town as well. So he's asking him, hey, man, what do you do for a living? And he's like, "Well, I play football." And he's like, "Oh, well you play at at this college?" He's like, "No." <laughs> he's like, <"Well,
1: laughs> man, "So,
3: so where do you play?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, you know, well, I was in the NFL." "Oh, well, who do you play for?" So this guy just got kicked off the team. He did not even play for anybody anymore. And it was yeah. the most awkward conversation that I've ever heard in my life. But now I was That's, that's dying. not getting
0: too specific. This man played for the Steelers. He like, played for the Steelers. He played for the Steelers. And he got cut. He was great in high school, great in college. And then he got there and didn't really do anything. So now he is in the area with two incredibly nice cars that he got while he was still playing for the Steelers. And in this, like, little college town, it's weird because everybody knows who it is at this point.
4: That man, he's, he still doesn't have to work a day in his life because he made so much money off of his signing bonuses and what little he actually played right. in the NFL. That,
3: right. Like, it was a very high draft pick, so he got paid millions of dollars yeah. immediately. Yeah.
4: For doing nothing. For signing his name on a piece of paper. <laughs> he got paid a butt ton of, More money than I will see in my lifetime.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> another one of those things that I couldn't fathom. Yeah. Is well, that a, and he, you and me,
2: Michael, or I think it was you and I talking about the other day how Trevor Knight from A&M, he's like a third-string practice quarterback. But, yeah. I mean, you know he still probably makes over hundred grand a year. So it's like yeah. don't look down on the guy. He's still making bank, you know, and he gets to play a game during practice for a living, you know.
0: Like So one of the guys that I know, he made a, a point about the same thing you're talking about, Blake. It's in the NBA, you can either be really good – And you have to guard superstars, or you can be so bad that you just sit at the end of the bench. It's the people who are kind of in the middle that are, like, in the best spot because they go in and play sometimes against, like, the second or third string. They still get to practice. They still get to be part of it. They still make decent money, but they're not having to go out and guard Kyrie or – on a regular Steph. basis. On right? a regular yeah. basis, like, to right. start the game. You know I don't want to I mean? guard step. Yeah, fuck uh, that. I don't, right? you I know. don't either. <laughs> the man can shoot from the parking lot. It's yeah. ridiculous. I can't guard him out that far, for one, because <laughs> right. he's good enough to get past me, and then right. he's still going to take the three. Like yeah. He's going to get past me just enough to fire. He's got the, right. I think, the quickest release in the NBA, if not right. close his, to his,
2: it. His step back is so accurate. Like... Well, and then just the fact that he can make half point shots or half court shots, like because he wants to, you know, (laughs) like
0: he shoots from the tunnel to start every game Yeah, to start every game. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it's crazy that that's even a thing, but you see all these, I don't know if they're making more of a point to show these now, or if the athletes that are in the NBA are becoming more athletic. Have you seen a lot of one-handed grabs lately, or is it just me? Oh, you mean in it, the NFL catches? Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: There's... I just feel like i see more.
2: Right. Because well, there's and... been some
0: crazy ones recently, and and even down into college, there's oh, some
2: yeah, some crazy ones. Yeah, well, and it gets to a certain point, too, where— you wonder if they're trying to catch it like that on purpose just to, like, make headlines or whatever, which I know it's, like, kind of hard to say they're doing that on purpose whenever it's, like, in the moment and it's not scripted or anything. But you know you're going to be on, you know, ESPN top 10 of the week or whatever if you pull off a catch like that. And granted, it's usually, you know, a top 10 team versus some trash team where they can afford to just spread out. But sometimes it's not. But my other thing is, can we really... I'm sorry, I do not think Anybody should be allowed to wear those sticky gloves. That's ridiculous. Like, it's really cool what they can catch with them, but you're literally wearing gloves with glue on them. Or it's not glue, but it's like the texture is, if you put them together, you can't slide them off of each other because they're that sticky. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I just feel, which I mean, yeah, everyone has access to them, but I don't know. It makes the game a lot more interesting to watch, but it's also kind of like, it also makes you question the passes that they drop when it hits them in the chest and they still can't catch it, you know?
0: No, it makes sense, <laughs> but those balls are coming at them so quickly. Right,
2: right. It's, I'm not saying I can do better by any means, but you know what oh, I no, mean. Oh, no, no, no. It's, I
0: know exactly what you, you mean. Know, like, just, how do you
2: get stone hands when you got yeah. Gorilla Glue on your tips, you know?
0: Have you seen where ESPN does the breakdowns of athletes? Uh, yeah, you know, like, where
2: they're like, oh, they're wingspan and they're standing long
0: jump. Have you seen the Odell Beckham Jr. one?
2: No. no that I
0: man? That man can jump backwards off of one leg without gloves on and one hand grab it because of how big his hands are and his hand strength. God. So the most iconic catch that he's had was against the Cowboys mm-hmm. into the yes. end zone.
2: Yeah, that one was ridiculous.
0: So he, without gloves on, barehanded, can jump off of one leg, like out completely, and, gra- and still grab it with one hand just because of how so, big his yeah. hands are and how it- – much of grip he has.
3: They, they did like the stat cast the other day against the, well, on the game showing that, uh, that catch with the Cowboys playing. Right. And they're saying like it was like 0.04% chance of that being completed. Yeah. You know, with the pass and just who he was throwing to and all of his stats and everything like that. Just anybody else, it's 0.04% chance of catching that ball.
2: Boy, and that was the season where he became, like, huge, right? It was after that yeah. catch, because he was doing really well, and then he caught that, and everyone was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that was a pretty legit thing to do.
0: Well, he was really good at LSU, too.
2: You know who else is really good at uh, catching with one hand? Shaquem Griffin.
0: Um, oh, I thought okay, you were going to was... go for, like, a sexual window or something. <laughs> right? I well, probably like, You shouldn't. know who it is, though, right? <laughs> no. That's the guy who actually doesn't have another hand that plays for the Seahawks. Oh, <laughs>
2: okay. No, this
3: dude is a beast, though. Like, I mean, yeah, that oh. was making a joke, but, like, right, no, right. The man is in the of one better. hand. You're right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's amazing. Like, it's absolutely amazing. It's the amount of people that can't make it with two hands, that everything he's done, yeah, he's just, he's a beast.
0: been at a disadvantage, and he worked to overcome that advantage, and then he's really good. Right. He's better because he's put in the extra time. Right, right. So, people with disadvantages, they could either crumble and just say that it's not worth it, or the ones who are getting over it that have the abilities that the other people in the NFL, athleticism and speed and, you know, pure talent, he's able to do more because he's having to overcome more, which is absolutely crazy that it's even, he's even capable of doing it. Oh, I mean, so
3: I tore the muscle in my right shoulder, I'm right-handed. I tore the muscle in my right shoulder in high school, and I was within this length for like six months. Just going from having to beat off with my left hand, I thought it was like the worst <laughs> six months of my life. I can't even imagine.
0: Hold on. That's called stranger in the bedroom. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> If you I sit on it, it's you, numb, yeah. so it
3: feels like a stranger. Yeah, what I, thought. I thought that's what it was when you sat on your hand, but yeah. It's, it's, it's somebody else. Way. It feels Either like way. it's somebody
0: else's. It <laughs> feels less like you're disappointing your family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but right. back to Odell Beckham Jr., it's crazy because I don't know if it's because they're making more of a, a big deal, like Blake was saying, getting on ESPN Top 10 or whatever, but there's there's been a lot lately. There's been a lot that have been almost in bounds too. They're literally reaching as much as they can up because if they try to go with two hands, they'd be short. So I, I get where you're right. saying, like where they could probably do it two handed, but they're trying so hard to stay in bounds because it's been oh, drilled into them yeah. over and over and over and over right. to get your toes down. They're right. trying anything. Oh well,
2: well and that's why I was saying like yeah, that's a it's a really weak argument for me to say like, oh, they're just doing it to get recognition because obviously you know, it's not a scripted game. So, you know, like you said, they're going to do whatever they can do. And I think, I feel like the easy solution is just saying the athletes are getting a lot better. You know, that's why, I think that's why we're seeing it so much more
0: now. It's crazy watching games from 10 years ago and then watching oh, it right. now. For one, the equipment changes. For right. one, the broadcasting changes. The The sound quality, the overlay, the video, everything has gotten so much better. And the athletes have followed. They pin each other. We, we No one's ever the best. No one's ever truly right. the best. And if they are, they're only the best for a short period of time because someone else comes and takes them over. So right. to watch like it happen over and over again, it's just a cycle. And everyone's getting better. I can only imagine from the 10 years that I've really been watching sports in depth where we're going to go in another 10 years, what changes are going to be made. A lot of changes have happened in the NFL just this season as far as hitting the quarterback and targeting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are arguing that targeting is ruining the NCAA football because a lot of people are getting ejected because it looks like targeting, but you can't make those split decisions if the running back drops his head a little bit and then you go right into his head, you can get called for targeting.
2: Yeah, and the running backs know that. That's what's the worst part about it, is that the defender has almost no say in it, because if it just happens to be helmet-to-helmet, however the ref sees it, you know, they could get ejected. And the problem is, with NCAA, like you were saying, they're way more strict with it now, which I get it's for player safety. Aside from that, you know, they they have zero tolerance, so if it's called, they're immediately ejected. You know, there's no warning, there's no whatever, they're ejected. And that'd be different if it was, like, NFL or something, but, you know, this is a college game— where you're taking this kid out of his one of 12 season games, and usually, you know, if this happens, we'll say the first play of the game, they're out that entire game. They can come back the next one, but they missed a week. You know, that's what, 8% of that entire season that they right. missed because of that. And it's, and I agree that they should do it for the safety of the players, but I feel like they're kind of getting ridiculous with it because they're taking like these kids are in college because of the sport and you're not even letting them compete in the sport like you're you're taking away the entire reason that they're there and you're taking away their opportunity to possibly, you know, get stats to like go on and get uh, drafted and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And
0: but no no no, I agree college with you. Football,
2: if, I'm very strongly opinionated on this one. <laughs>
0: I agree with you, but if you're going to hold the defenders accountable, if you're going to rewatch film it's because they're going to have to right to agree if it's targeting or not. If the running back drops his helmet into the other, they should be held responsible as well.
2: Right. They should get some kind of equal punishment or like they should cancel it out or something. You know what I mean?
0: They, they should null it at that point.
2: Right. If, like it if, should, it should be a double targeting penalties offset or not because, double targeting, but you know what I mean? You
0: right. I mean. Th- it, there should be some sort of leeway. I don't, I don't agree with the automatic ejection like right. you, Blake. I, right. And that's why a lot of people are saying that it's ruining the football for these kids. Right. Because they're not getting to play the sole thing that they're there yeah. that night for. Yeah, yeah they've and literally a lot of lived kids their whole life doing, you know, to get for, to that point. Yeah, they, they worked from middle school or earlier all the way up through high school, didn't get injured. Which is crazy because of how much physical contact there is, and anything could go wrong at any point. To make it that far without whether one being injured or recovering from the injury, and they're getting there, and you're trying to keep them so safe that you're stopping other kids from playing.
2: Right, and I know this is going to sound kind of biased because one of this actually – or actually we had – I think against the Clemson game, the AM against Clemson game, there was we had two ejections and one of them I don't remember seeing so I can't remember if it was justified or not, but the second one I remember was it was so it was wrongly called in the sense that like there were so many angles to it that we no one in the room understood how the officials got to this point, but there was helmet to helmet contact, but what happened was our defender hit him so hard in the chest that his helmet whiplashed into our guy's helmet and they counted that as targeting because the helmet hit his helmet and it wasn't that wasn't even the initial hit like the defender came in tackled him in the high shoulder and the helmet didn't hit his helmet originally it hit him in the shoulder and then the guy literally he got hit so hard that his body recoiled on top of the defender and his head whiplashed into the AM defender's helmet and I guess the angle that the official saw it, or whoever was in charge of that saw it, but it was it was one of those where, like you were saying, it and it wasn't really anyone's fault because it wasn't targeting. You know, it was right. the, they made a play, and the guy just happened to get tackled in a way that his helmet hit the other player's helmet. You know what I mean? Like, yep.
0: I'm I'm right there with you. I'm totally yeah. right there with you. And watching it in the NFL, they're I don't want to say they're more lenient, but those guys right. hit each other so hard sometimes. Oh yeah. So hard. It's like, a they... huge difference from NCAA to the NFL. Right. It oh, is yeah. a huge difference. And it's like that in any sport because it's a professional level. people are, are paid to make their bodies right, right perfect exactly. for what they're yeah. needing. So it's it's crazy. But if the targeting is called correctly, it's really obvious. Right.
2: Yeah. I you know behind. There's that,
0: zero gray yeah. area. Exactly. When, yeah. When you're like that was targeting, and then the ref calls it? You're like, yeah. But yeah. your example with the A&M the, game where yeah. the helmets hit after the fact, how can they punish the defender that has literally zero control over the body of, of the, the other, other, guy. other player? it yeah. well, makes they always, zero sense.
2: And it's so dumb because they're always like, well, you can't lower your head. You can't do this. Well, there's a certain degree where the defender wants to defend themselves from harm. So, right. like... You're not just I'm not going to look straight into the chest and then hit you with my neck bent like that. You know what I mean? Like it's sorry we kind of went off there, but
0: <laughs> but we have a lot to talk about when it comes to basketball right. or football or right. whatever. Right. Well, guys, let's go on to our last topic of the day and that's going to be the joke from our resident dad.
3: All right. So this dad joke <laughs> actually came from my daughter. I was a uh, couple of Florida days, she brought this one to me. So, why did the toilet paper stop in the middle of the road?
0: Why did the toilet paper stop in the middle of the road?
3: It fell in the crack.
0: (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) This is from an
3: eight-year-old, so, you know, the apple doesn't far fall from the tree, guys.
0: Yeah, clearly not. (laughs) Well, guys, thank you so much for choosing for all we know. Uh, We get out on these tangents sometimes, but we really feel passionate about some of these topics and thank you so much for sticking with us for this podcast It's a little bit long, just like the last one. We're really getting to a groove with this. And I think you're going to enjoy what we have coming up for Michael, for Tim, for JB, for Brandon, for Blake. Thank you so much and have a great night.